On behalf of all of us here at St. Lawrence, Father Underwood, Father Cody, myself, our Muncie Catholic staff, and we want uh, to be sure to wish all of you, and especially our visitors joining us today, a most Merry Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful and Merry Christmas on behalf of all of us. Because what a special day this is. For unto us a child is born, a son is given to us, our Lord Jesus Christ. We have Joseph and Mary, Mary being over nine months pregnant uh, and, and about to give birth to our Lord. And they had to travel. They had to travel back to Bethlehem, their familiar hometown, because of this, um, this, this census that was called by Caesar Augustus. Now in the Roman times, this census was not just to count people, but this was a Roman tax. And so they had to go back to their hometown to be counted as well as to pay this Roman tax. And it is in Bethlehem, though, as we know, that Jesus is born for us in the house and city of David, of Jesus being of David's family, the new David as well. And when in this Middle Eastern culture, all someone had to do pretty much was uh, show up to someone's house and tell a little bit of your family tree, and you would be welcomed into their home and given a place to stay. This was the Middle Eastern culture in the context of our Gospels, especially this Christmas. And yet in Bethlehem, we hear from, um, from our Gospels in the Christmas story that there was no room for them at the inn, no room, no space for God himself as he is born in our midst. No room for Joseph and Mary, a mother nine months pregnant. But it is there in Bethlehem that Jesus is born, where he comes to dwell among us. And he is wrapped in these swaddling clothes and laid in the manger. And so the phrase that we will focus on this Christmas is that there was no room for them at the inn. We're going to look at a couple things here this morning, and the first is going to be the Middle Eastern context of hospitality. This is an incredibly important virtue for all those in the Middle Eastern culture. Then we will talk about the design of these Middle Eastern homes, and this is something that has not changed much at all, especially this, the Middle Eastern culture. And then finally, we'll focus on the phrase and a couple of the words, room at the inn. And then we'll tie it all together at the end. For this culture of hospitality in the Middle Eastern in time and still to our own day has not changed at all in millennia. The, the honor and dishonor that could come to a, a, not only a family's home, but a whole city was based on this idea of hospitality. Because these settlements, these places where people lived, they were um, not very frequent. And as we know, Israel is mostly a desert. And that whole region around Jerusalem and Bethlehem and um, you know, going from Egypt and that whole region of the world is very arid and very dry. And so where these settlements were founded, there was water, there was shelter, there was a place to find rest. And so if someone was traveling, they were given this place of hospitality in these families' homes. Sometimes it was just a tent, but they were given a place to rest. 
They were given this water and food and drink and places to rest out of the heat of the sun and to be refreshed, to continue on their journey. If someone was not welcomed, if they, they were not given this hospitality, shame was brought upon their family and, this, and even their city. And so this was very important for the, this Middle Eastern culture and context, the same context as Christ. They were given this need for hospitality. And so when Joseph and Mary and Jesus entered into Bethlehem, they were given this hospitality. But it was, as, as we'll see in just a moment, not the, the greatest that they, they could have received. But it was more simple, more poor. Because these Middle Eastern homes now, they, they had a very unique design. And pretty much every home shared this construction. And that it was this. There was one main room for the family. And then there was a guest room. And then there was a stable. Sometimes the stable, or the, excuse me, the guest room was on the second floor of their house or just attached to it. And we remember that this is the census. And so everyone was traveling back to their hometown. It was thought, uh, the scholars argue, as they always do, uh, they were talking about what's the population of Bethlehem? What's the population? Some say 300 people, some say 1,000. We'll say it's somewhere in between. There was not a lot of people in this town. And so there likely was not actually a hotel. It was not an inn or a motel for people to stay in as they were traveling. But since every house had a guest room, that was where people stayed. But since everyone was coming in, there was, all these guest rooms were full. All these inns were full. As well, in this one main room, especially at wintertime, the animals were brought inside at night. This is for a couple reasons. One being so that they don't run away or get stolen in the middle of the night. And the second, to bring some much needed warmth and body heat to the family in this main room where they're able to stay and, and stay a little warmer because these animals were part and welcomed into their main room of their home. As well, there are mangers, places for these animals to eat in this main room of their home. And so we see that these homes had guest rooms, but they were full. There was no room for them, especially for Jesus and Mary and Joseph. And then finally, we see, um, we'll look at the, our final phrase, our phrase today, there was no room for them at the inn. The Greek word for inn or hotel is actually different than the one that St. Luke used um, in describing this place. St. Luke says and uses the word for a guest room. He uses the word for uh, this, this extra room that we've been talking about. And he is saying that this room is actually full. There's no room at the inn. And if we look a little closer, we'll be able to see a few other words. And we can retranslate our, our phrase this morning to say something like this. There was no space for them in the guest room. There was no space for them in their house. There was no space for Christ. 
in this town of Bethlehem, and so they found what little space they were, they were able to have. They were welcomed, but not given that place of honor, not given the guest room, not given uh, the, the best room of these homes. But they were welcomed into the family and, and welcomed into the, this poor room, this one room of this family, off in a little corner, right next to the mangers where the animals were feeding, to the cow, to the donkey, to the chickens, whatever animals were there. And so the, our Lord found this humble place in this one home in Bethlehem. So we tie all this together this morning, this Middle Eastern culture of hospitality, the first century designs of these homes with the guest rooms, but them being all full. And our translation of our phrase, there was no space for them in the guest room, the question arises for us. If Christ was born again this day, say here in Muncie, Indiana, would our Lord find space in our homes? Would our Lord find space in our hearts? A couple Christmases ago, I came across an article, an ad of all places on Craigslist, which you may know is, is a less uh, polished version of a Facebook marketplace. There was an ad that once said, anybody need a grandma for Christmas? Anybody need a grandma for Christmas? And the ad continued saying, I have nobody, and I would really like to be a part of a family. I cook, and I can cook dinner. I will even bring food and gifts for the kids. I have nobody, and it really hurts. Let me be a part of your family. This article pained my heart because there's an increase of people feeling more and more lonely, more and more on their own, wanting and desiring a family, wanting and desiring a home. And I think this is an indication for us of each of our desires, each of the longings of our hearts to be welcomed, to be known, to be seen, and to be loved. And Christ is this, uh, is this one who is knocking at our doors, the one who is present to us and was born for us however many thousand, two thousand or so years ago, who chose to enter into our world, and he is knocking at the doors of our hearts. He is knocking and saying, is there room? Do you have room for me? Do you have space for me in your heart? Do you have space for me in your life, in your home, in your family? Is there room for our Lord as he is born again for us and we celebrate his presence among us again tonight, today? <laughs> I still think it's midnight mass. But our Lord chooses to be with us, chooses to dwell among us this day. Because this is the gift. The gift that comes to us on Christmas is that Christ is knocking at our hearts. And he not only comes to visit us as a little baby boy, and what a gift this is, but our Lord also comes and continues to visit us in the poor. He continues to visit us in those most in need. And not only the physical needs, and yes, we take care of those. It's a corporal work of mercy. Jesus calls us to do so, and we do so. Uh, Father Cody just um, last, it was Friday night? Friday night. Uh, he got a call from uh, someone here in town, downtown Muncie, 
and who is uh, in need of some, some help. And so uh, we asked St. Vincent de Paul and got some things together and uh, we, were, we recognized, yes, this is our Lord in, in need. This is our Lord here in town. And maybe you've had that experience as well of encountering the poor and those in need are in, in our midst, in our neighborhood. And, and remembering that that is Jesus. That is Jesus as well. And that call for us, we have space for our Lord in our hearts. Do we have space for our Lord in the poor, in our hearts and in our lives? Sometimes it can be difficult. Sometimes it can be hard to see. Mother Teresa talks about the distressing disguise of the poor, the distressing disguise of Christ in the poor. Sometimes they smell. Sometimes it's stinky. Uh, but from spending time with Mother Teresa's sisters, I think I've shared before in uh, part of my seminary and summer assignments, uh, the sisters called that the smell of Christ. And just that invitation for us to look for our Lord and not only those in, in physical need, but Mother Teresa looked at the poverty of the West more as the spiritual poverty, the need for love, the need for Christ, the need for family and friends. And so we ask the God today to, for us to be able to make room for him, to look for him, to have space for him in our hearts. For I know, I know, that if Christ was born in our midst here in Muncie, Indiana, there would be space for him. There would be space in your hearts, in our lives, and here in our church. And so we pray to again celebrate the great joy of Christmas as our Lord dwells among us, as we heard in our gospel today, full of grace and full of truth and full of life for us so that we may experience that gift of new life in heaven that new life that comes to us from welcoming and honoring Christ who chooses and knocks at the door of our hearts. And so for unto us today a child is born, unto us a son is given to us. His name is Emmanuel, God with us.